1: I went to bed, and then at 2 a.m. the power came back on along with one of my smoke detectors. Oh, what fun, Heather. Hashtag kill me. Oh, boy. Well, I had a dream that Scarlett Johansson
0: made me a whole batch of lemon bars lemon bars uh don't you know
1: i'm a snickerdoodle girl well she sure should dreams don't make a lot of sense though do they the other night i dreamt that both my dog and my cat were missing and there were similar animals in my apartment but when you looked closely they weren't actually my pets i don't need dreams like that thank you (laughs) the only treats my cat will eat are called liver laugh love because he's a fancy pants motherfucker he sure is have such a good day To have it's such a new day. day. The, the show that I want you to do this that that you start. Start. Episode two two two. Sarah Lane, palindrome and an anagram. God, it's so it's Y'all, so beautiful. It's so symmetrical. I'm just like my mind
0: is exploding right now.
1: It's just <laughs> it's just great. You know. You know, actually, two two two
0: signifies more than just being a palindrome and an anagram, Sarah. It it's supposedly, according to like angel cards out there, it signifies good fortune. Does it? in like finances and relationships two 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 specifically
1: i did not know that yes
0: and career and um it's a reminder to work toward your soul's purpose it's often associated also and this is according to the internet um it's associated with the moon and very much about like receiving multiple sources of income oh And for singles, it's considered a sign that true love is coming or that a soulmate is near. Well, I'll take it. So
1: let's take that to heart. Yeah, I could use uh, multiple sources of income and a valentine. (laughs) Yeah, same. (laughs) (laughs) Let's make February the best yet. Yes, let's get out of January
0: stat because I am officially not a fan. But this is the show that unpacks the absurdity of everyday life and every day in January for your entertainment. <laughs> Heather
1: Heather, Welcome. and I, I, we're sort of alluding to <laughs> the fact that January has been a little bit of a struggle bus um, yeah. for, for for both of us, uh, for uh, various reasons. Um, you know, we're just, we're busy bees. And some days I yeah. feel like I kind of float through everything and I'm never not busy, but some days Mm-mm. I'm like, you know, that was a pretty good day. I had a good day. And then other days I'm just like, why God, why? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're like, why? Like the Charlie Brown,
0: like gray cloud above me, you know, type of yeah. day. But no, I feel you. It's like some like yesterday I felt like, ooh, I I was so productive. I got so much good stuff done. And I was feeling good. I was feeling peppy. I even, you know, had a glass of wine with dinner and I took three days off, so didn't do so well with the dry January. But I wanted to celebrate my small victories um, as we need to do. Uh, but it it can be I don't know what it is. There's is some kind of pressure I'm feeling right now, and it's the first of the year, January. The weather's terrible. You know, it's cold. I, it's just we'll we'll talk about it a little more later in the show. But um. You know, we, we don't want to belabor negative and sad things, because there's always beautiful things around the corner, right? Yeah. So,
1: how's everybody doing today? Yeah, that's a good tune, Heather Frank. That's a, that's <laughs> a good tune. I try. You know, you mentioned, I'm an optimist. you mentioned, uh, you know, kind of crappy weather. Uh, you know, it's winter. Um, and I'm in L.A. now. You know, I've, I've been here for, well, just under a month. Gosh, it feels like longer than that. Honestly, I feel like I've been here <laughs> longer than a month. But no, it's just been a just been a whirlwind of a month. A lot of things um, have happened in a short amount of time. But a friend of mine um, is having a birthday this weekend, and mm-hmm. some of our mutual friends who live in colder climates, East Coast uh, mostly, are uh, coming in for the for the party and cool. and somebody had had said something you know kind of like what's the dress code you know like what what are we what are we all wearing like are we getting dressed up or what um and mm-hmm. i just said because you know i'm local the party's happening in la i was like you know i mean it's been like kind of crazily windy and it does mm-hmm. get into the 40s at night or it has been oh yeah and you know yeah. the one one of my friends was like you're kidding the 40s and i'm like you live in Washington, D.C. I mean, that like snows where you live. And he's like, I know, but you're in L.A. It's supposed to be like 60 at night. I'm like, well, it, not, not right now. It's, it, you know, mm-hmm. you, you're going to need a coat if you want to hang out outdoors. Mm-hmm. But anyway, <laughs> that'll be fun. Looking forward to that for sure. And also, nice. um, I am, uh, I wasn't really stressing about what to wear, but when something is like for sure formal, I get, you know, I don't know. i oh, it's formal. I make myself kind of crazy. Well, no, it isn't. I just didn't know. Okay. You know, nice. I was waiting for someone to be like, like, if it's if it's formal, just tell me. You know. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, if you're gonna say black tie, I'd be like, uh, I'm gonna find an excuse not to go. But uh, but you know, I could put a dress on. <laughs> I might still do yeah. that, but I I feel a lot less pressure to like I don't know dress up. So yeah. For so sure. then it's yeah, it's just sort of like whatever you feel like wearing, which is music to my ears. But. Yeah. I mentioned, Heather, uh, about the power going out uh, last night. Mm-hmm. This was a weird one. You know, power power goes out occasionally. You know, d- d- that just kind of happens. When I lived up uh, in the Redwoods, it happened all the time because mm-hmm. we were just, you know, in the country. But we also had a generator, which actually was broken yeah. for at least half of the time that I lived <laughs> there. But when the generator worked... Um, the power would go out, you know, for like five seconds and then everything would just turn back on when the generator kicked in. So, you know, so it actually didn't really disrupt my life all that much. I was lucky. Mm -hmm. Not everybody has a generator, but, um, at my new place, you know, I'm, I'm smack dab in the middle of the city. Um, I'm certainly not in the country at all, but you know, there's like millions of people (laughs) all around me, you know, and you really get a yeah. sense of that when you're back in the city after kind of just density yeah you're just you're density just in the city baby. i mean we we all know how cities are it's
0: an anthill yeah, yeah. and
1: it's just in, in good ways and bad ways you know you're sure you're always kind of kinda on top of the next guy and that's like fun and exciting <laughs> i mean <laughs> so to speak um i'm yeah. not actually like you know which guy? I'm not Sarah? jumping on my neighbors <laughs> or anything. No, yeah, exactly. But but uh, it, it can also just sometimes feel um, it's a lot. So so yeah. last night at around it was like ten thirty. So I mean that's the time of night where like I'm either already asleep or I'm really winding down. And I had yeah I was watching something on the couch and I I had kind of drifted off already. You know I was just I was just comfy mm-hmm. and um, you know so I kind of. I open my eyes and, you know, the lights are all off. And I was like, oh, gosh, you know, maybe I rested my eyes a little bit longer than I thought I did. You know, so I go to mm-hmm. turn on, you know, one of my overhead lights, which is, it's like a, I mean, it's not like a chandelier, like fancy chandelier, but it's, you know, it's it's a just something that came with the apartment, you know, turn, out, turn on the yeah. light. and the sh- it, But it has a bunch of little bulbs, you know, in this yeah. one unit. And I turn it mm-hmm. on and it's like, it turns on to like, maybe like 20% of brightness. Now it has a dimmer mm-hmm. on the wall uh, outlet so I was like, so mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm turning it on all the way and it like won't get any brighter and I'm I'm a mm-hmm. little you know, my my brain is fuzzy because I was sort of sleeping already so I'm like, oh, that's weird, I don't know, you know like this is kind of an older apartment so I'm like maybe that's just like a weird thing that happens sometimes. So I go throughout the mm-hmm. house and I'm turning all the lights on and either the lights just don't turn on or they're flickering or they're like 20%. And at this yeah. point, I'm like, am I crazy? Am I dreaming? Like, what's what's happening right now? You know? Because it was just like weird. It, weirder yeah. than the lights just being off. So I'm like, okay, the power is sure. not out, but it's like I'm only getting like a, a trickle of it. And mm-hmm. my appliances, like my microwave, my echo show, the TV, like they just wouldn't turn on at all. It was like, there was like, oh, weird. there was like only like a certain amount of wattage, I guess, voltage. Interesting. I don't really know electronic things very well. Yeah. So, <laughs> so here I am just being like, well, that's crazy. So then I get a push notification from Spectrum, which is my internet provider saying like, we're aware of a power outage. We're working on it. Technicians yeah. expect to like have the whole thing fixed by midnight. So I'm like, okay, okay. This is like a, This is just a a thing, you know, and Mm -hmm. it was late. I didn't really have anything to do. I mean, my Internet was out, but my my cell service was working and I was sort of like, well, it's late. So, you know, maybe I just go to bed. You know, I'm going to turn off all the lights anyway, and hopefully this will all just be fixed in the morning. But then I was kind of wound up. Uh, because I, you know, I had been sort of walking through my house trying to turn lights on. And so I take, uh, Otis the dog out for, I'm like, eh, let's take a spin around the block. You know, we'll just kind of like maybe, you know, see, see what's out there. Um, oh, and I also, I had a flashlight, but the batteries don't work because I haven't used my flashlight in a million years. And so I was like, oh, I'll just go. Yeah. You got to get that. Go to the corner store and get some batteries. Well, the corner store is closed, which it normally, it would normally (laughs) be open until like 2am, but they closed Uh because the power is out. You know, like you can't, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah. oh, gosh, I've never even <laughs> seen the gate closed on this thing. So I'm like, well, there's another one. There's like a Seven Eleven that's like a couple blocks away. It's not that far. But yeah, they'll have batteries. So I walk down there. That's closed. And as, you know, for me to get there, I had to pass a few stoplights. Those are all out. The whole neighborhood's dark, I- I- eerily so, mm-hmm. you know. Um, with yeah. the With the exception of like some um you know sort of like uh, you know porch lights were flickering the way that uh my lights were flickering on the inside which is almost scarier it was like a scary video game you know because you're like Uh the flickering eh." and so yeah yeah, and and, it's kind of ominous, you know like what is what is coming next yeah like what is happening you know like i just want to know like where what's the what is the source of this issue You know, Uh and um, because, you know, in the country, it's like, oh, somebody ran into a telephone pole, right? You know, and like Mm -hmm. then they've got to get the crew out there and it's just going to take a while. Like I never Mm -hmm. I still don't know what happened. I'm sure I could figure it out if I really wanted to. But.
0: So how many hours? Like how much time has passed? Like since it
1: started? Oh, I don't. We'll say I don't. I don't know exactly when it started because I was sort of napping on the couch. But I mean, I I couldn't have been asleep for more than a few minutes. So let's say power goes out more or less at ten. So at about 1030, I'm walking to the 7-Eleven. I can see from down the street that the 7-Eleven is also closed. So I'm like, ah, shit. Mm -hmm. You know, I really thought the 7-Eleven would have a generator, but no. But anyway, so I'm like going up to the the stoplight anyway, you know, to hang a right back to the house. You know, the lights are all out, uh, which is obviously very confusing for anybody that's in a car. Mm -hmm. And I see this Mm -hmm. like car accident right in front of me. Um, where everybody uh. appeared to be fine, but it was like, you know, glass shattering. I mean, it was, it was a pretty, dramatic. pretty dramatic thing. Yeah. Cause somebody just yeah. you know went when the other person thought that they were going and like T-boned each other. And so, you know, I've got the dog, you know, and is <laughs> kind of looking at me like, what's happening? And I'm like, let's just get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, let's go home, <laughs> sit in the dark, go to bed. All good. All right. So I go to bed then uh, at, I think it was like 2am. I, I don't really know the lights all come back on and of course some of them are like on full because i had i had tried to turn all of them on and off and just left some of them on you know so like half my lights come on full but then one of my smoke detectors also starts going off and Mm. uh you know smoke detectors are good we all need smoke detectors but something about this whole thing had triggered my smoke (laughs) detector like there was no smoke but it was just like so it was going off with the alarm or was beeping like as if like the battery was out it was going off as if it like beep beep there was a fire yeah like but then so so i and the uh the smoke detector is on a ceiling of course in one of in my living room so i've got this like a bar stool that's high enough so if i'm standing on the bar stool i can reach it but it's like you know Mm kind of rickety situation you know it's not really a Mm -hmm. thing you want to be standing on but i had no choice i didn't have a ladder yeah so I take the battery out, and I, you know I'm like, oh, thank God, but then it's like still doing that beep, like every thirty seconds. Oh yeah, beep. it drives me. It'll make you crazy. And I'm like, but I took the battery out. Like, how is it still alive? <laughs> you know, it's like, is there a <laughs> secret battery somewhere? Like, this has actually happened to me several times. Yeah, it's happened to before, me too. Before, where actually. you're like you're really befuddled. Yeah. Like why is it still? We're beeping? like I don't want to rip <laughs> it out of the, you know, <laughs> you know, the, you know, like to tear the thing apart, but like the beeping needs to stop, you know, or I can't sleep. So yeah. I I kind of am just sort of sitting there like pulling my hair out going like why is this happening? And like why? What did I do to deserve this? And it just stops on its own. It hasn't made a sound sense. Mm. So that was somewhere in the middle <laughs> of the night. But again, here I am, you know, all the lights are on. You know, uh, smoke detectors gone crazy Uh, take the battery out it's still alive Um, and then it just sort of (laughs) everything got quiet again eventually I went back to sleep but you know hearts pounding it took me a while to get back to sleep I'm not totally sure I ever really did so if I sound a little cray cray today y'all know why
0: (laughs) I like it sometimes when we don't sleep and we sound a little cray we're like more lucid and like I don't know i feel like sometimes i'm better that way because i'm just sort of like like a live wire you mm-hmm. know but you know it really goes to show you sarah you never know what can happen from one moment to the next and you just gotta be prepared you gotta you gotta be flexible you gotta be on your toes yeah. you know you got to um be able to fly by the seat of your pants because you just don't know i mean we've got i mean pff- i'm still not used to living in the country this is like very volatile territory up here i mean i'm right on the cliff of the ocean thankfully high enough where i'm not in a tsunami zone technically um but the storms up here are wild like i i drove to the uh, post office today i've been mostly home like i haven't been well that's not true i was out yesterday i had a bunch of meetings but I there's a there's many days in a row where I I might just get the mail in town and not go to like the next town that's like 15 minutes away. Mm-hmm. Um, and that the town near me is five minutes, you know, down the country road. So um, but like I mean, there's like, you know, tree um trimmers out there. I mean it's like it's almost like emergency vibes because it's like all these tree guys are out there. There's branches everywhere. I mean, there was a pretty big branch that was over my driveway, and I'm like ah, this again. Like it's, I don't know if there's something very wild about living in a place like this that I don't know if I like it. And I I think it depends maybe on the week and the mood and the vibe because, you know, sometimes it can be exciting, like a big storm. You know, my dad used to love these storms that would come in like the one that has been here for this last week. And then sometimes it'll be like, you know, it hailed. It like hailed here and it but it comes out of nowhere it's like quiet you know it's not even raining and then all of a sudden it's just like you hear it hitting the roof and it's like ah like oh my god and um and you know right now the sun actually came out but it's one of those things where it's like all these fluffy gray clouds with like the sun over you know it's like very dramatic and like it's just like manic in a way you Hmm. know because it's just Mm -hmm. like storm rolls in and then like the sun comes out but then the storm comes back and then it hails and it's just like ah so i i feel like i feel a lot like the weather right now (laughs) i'm i'm okay i'm doing okay i'm alive um i i'm kind of on the struggle bus as you mentioned at the top of the show trying to appreciate the small victories but there's just it's like there's some times where i'm like there's so much going on all the time just with everything like i wake up to like like fire drills in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. where it's like i gotta make this phone call i gotta get this email out like this is this is important this has got to go now and it's like there's days where i have so much of that back to back that like like, I don't know, I start feeling very much like I'm on the edge of my seat all the time and it's stressful. And it's like, I like yesterday, like I said, I had this incredible, like productive day. I mean, I am getting to the bottom of some big stuff right now. I'm like really, I'm feeling like really proud of myself. And like my sister called me a maverick the other day and I took that as a compliment just because of all this big stuff we've been trying to do to like move the needle. You know mm-hmm. and then i'm like proud of myself but then i feel like there's never really a break and so i'm i'm i get bummed out when i'm like i've been climbing this mountain and then i feel like i buttoned everything up only to wake up to more shit. but this is life right i mean i feel like kind of a major myth of sisyphus vibe going on here for me and i've brought this up many times because i think this is a great um metaphor Uh, for life. And it's Albert Camus wrote the book in 1942, kind of old, but really applies to life now. And it's just that whole the metaphor of this man who is lives his life to the fullest. You know, he he wants to live, he doesn't want to die, but he's condemned to this meaningless task or what seems to be a meaningless task where he's rolling this rock up the road. And finally, when he gets to the top, it falls down again, and he has to start over. And so it's this like, he's like this sort of um, absurd hero. And you know, I feel like that sometimes where I'm like, I do, I'll do do so much. And then mm, yeah. I feel like I have to start over again. And I know that I have to lean further into the small victories because doing something big requires a lot of baby steps and a lot of kp my dad used to say you got to do your kp i don't even know what that means i've actually tried to find out what that means KP, it's like some army term uh, yeah like doing your your due diligence like uh, you know kp always anyway, means kaiser permanente to me but yeah whatever. i will admit yeah. we did talk last week about the january haters club and i'm not a hater i, I don't think there's anything in life that i hate um, I mean, I, I could be passionate about not really not liking something, but I don't think I, I hate, hate mosquitoes things often. Me too. Yes, yeah. First, very good example. I, I, just, I do hate mosquitoes.
1: I try not to like let the hate flow through me, <laughs> um, whenever possible, but, but I do hate them.
0: They're little molesters. They're a little rapists. Let's be honest. But, but I would say the January thing I'm, I'm really kind of hating on January right now. Here, here's what I want to ask you. Okay. okay. I'm just saying. I I am part of the not liking January club right now. It's my least favorite month of the year, I would say. Like, you know how we talk about, what's your favorite day of the week? Oh, you know I don't like Tuesdays or Mondays. Thursday, I love Sunday. It's so great. Um, Same with like the the months of the year. Like I never really considered how much January is kind of the pits. Um, I do know a lot of people that have birthdays this month. So this isn't any like poo-pooing you guys at all whatsoever being born in this month but i want to know from you it feels often like it's a kind of a dreary gray wet rainy cold kind of month but i want to know what is redeeming about january i'd like to know so email us at hi at have such a good day dot com and i also want to note that speaking of notes um i do hope that i don't rag too much on being where I am in the country, because as y'all know, I am a city girl at heart. I have country tendencies. I'm kind of a tree hugger. I like to garden. I like beautiful nature and I love animals. However, it's getting to me because it feels kind of one note and I need more notes, y'all. I really do. Mm -hmm. I I don't need an orchestra, don't need an orchestra, but maybe a trio. I need a place (laughs) where I can wear more varieties of shoes other than Uggs and galoshes, um, I'm tired of being muddy. Um, and there endeth my rant. Gloriously yours, Heather. Oh, let me know your that thoughts. That was a
1: sweet rant, even though it was a rant. Um, no, I, I, I get you. I get you. I, I really do. Um, I empathize because even though uh, I've never even been to your current place, um, but uh, you know, living in the country is. Something that, you know, when I was a kid, I lived in the country, but that's different. Um, you know, I mean, I, I lived some with my parents, like, I don't remember that. it being, I mean, it just was sort of like how life was. But um, as an adult living alone in the country and just all of the things that came with it, which, as many of you who have been listening to the show for some time knows, uh, you know, a lot of my headaches had to do with property management. Um, so I'm not doing that yeah. anymore. Um, so, you know, and uh, boy... Boy, do I not miss it um but um yeah but I I I know I get it in in one sense you're sort of like well I have to wear galoshes because it's muddy all the time so like it cuts down on some of my choice making so you can kind of think yeah. of it like oh it's just sort of simplifying some decisions but yeah after mm. a while you're like but I want I choice I just like I
0: have more I, I think I I i i have so many aspects of my personality and who i am as a person in terms of like my lifestyle and it just hits one part of who i am Mm -hmm. and that's the problem yeah and i i'm not denying the you know the the incredible beauty but i i definitely i don't think that i like living off the grid i think people will clamor to, I have people that are trying to find property up here, you know, it is a extremely special piece of land. Um, but I, I've never been, I don't know, like living off the grid for me, it's like that feeling you had when you went for a walk last night, when the lights were flickering, it's like this weird feeling of like, um, like this out of controlness, you know, something's happening to the grid. Like, am I going to have heat and water? Mm -hmm. And you know, that's how I feel a lot here in the winter because we have to have all this these machines that have to yeah and backup solution tested and and backup and it's like and i'm a long ways to like a major metropolitan area and i have to like my boyfriend told me he's like you just you have to accept it you know you have to accept the fact that this is the chapter and this is the way it is and it's it's you know it's a different lifestyle but you know there's there's good and bad Uh, At least we don't have traffic, but like, yeah, it's just a constant like sort of philosophical quandary for me. Like I don't, I don't know. I'm not really sure what the solution is other than getting a little, you know, my little bungalow somewhere else so that I can sort of escape in the winter. You know, if I wasn't here for the winter, I think it would do a lot of good uh, for me psychologically, because. Um, that's really the time where I start feeling really pent up and stuck, get, get you know? yourself
1: a little condo in Palm Springs, Heather, call yeah, it a day, right. you right. know, I say that in a weird I'm way, look, like, I'm, I'm working like you, on it. Like that actually sounds pretty fun. Um, you know, Palm Springs is, well, I,
0: I would consider, yeah, Palm Springs is adorable, but, but I have to make sure I'm going, I want a, the polar opposite though. I don't want to go somewhere too quiet, you know, cause Palm Springs is pretty quiet um you know I think I would need to I need to go somewhere even if I'm in an enclave in LA like you know like in Topanga Canyon or somewhere you know that's (laughs) not super I think Topanga Canyon
1: is probably the last part of LA that you should be in when you're not you know in in your country home up there but but I well but it's a hop skip and a jump to like city events like I could still
0: get an Uber or whatever but like yeah. yeah no exactly I mean it's yeah, it's a whole thing. I need to like, I need to do my um my vision board. Do, do a vision board. <laughs> see where you land. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, yeah. Speaking of cities, and by the way, if anyone's like Topanga, like what are they talking about? It's um if you, and uh, if you look at LA on a map, Topanga Canyon is not that far from things, but it's basically it's, it's like north w- of Malibu. Yeah, but you're way up in the. It's very country. You know, you're up in the. You know, it is it, the hills. It's quite beautiful, but it's. Um, yeah, it's sort of the part of LA where you're like, God, I could be anywhere right now. You know, it feels you're kind of stuck too in a lot of ways, yeah,
0: like you're, you are kind of in the country, but at least you're like in LA, you're still in Los
1: Angeles. Yes, yeah, like so you you're can, not yeah. like, you, you can go yeah. to Hollywood for dinner if you want to. Um, sure, exactly. so speaking of cities, I was, uh, I met, um, a friend of a friend who I just had never met before, um, or hanging out uh-huh. with, with him, um, a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, when you meet somebody for the first time, like, he didn't know anything about me. So he's like, what do you do for work? And, you know, we're just kind of mm-hmm. exchanging pleasantries. And, you know, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, podcast producer. And that is sometimes someone goes like, oh, cool. I love podcasts. And then we talk about something else. And then, you know, other times it's sort of like, oh, they're really interested. Like, tell me more about that. Like, how, how did you get into that? You know, I say, well, uh-huh. started in TV and then, you know, uh, t- t- television kind of just moved to the Internet. Um, so that's sort of, I mean, anybody who works in video works in TV at this point, you know, it's all lines are blurred, yeah. but it used to be, used to be different, you know, and he was, he was interested, you know, so it was sort of like, yeah, yeah. so that's like, cool. so when exactly did you like leave like, a, a, your job at, at the cable news station, you know, and, and th- at that point, you know, <laughs> if someone is interested enough, I feel compelled to be like, well, uh, for a variety of reasons, like I was... You know, feeling burned out, you know, I took a year off of work and I left the mm-hmm. country to backpack with my partner at the time, you know, for a year. And mm-hmm. and then the people go, Really? Like where'd you go? And I'm like, everywhere. Yeah, but where specifically I'm like, Okay, let me list the thirteen countries I went to. And then they're like, Really? You went to like all the continents basically. Well, I didn't I didn't go to Antarctica. Like- um, actually I didn't go to Antarctica, Australia or Africa. Oh, okay. So, okay. you know, you went to Africa. No, I've never been to Africa, yeah. uh, which okay. is crazy because I've done a lot of traveling, but no, I have not been to the African continent. But, um, mm-hmm. uh, but, you know, covered a lot of ground. And, um, and, you know, he said, it's the, it's the question you always get asked, well, what was your favorite place? And I, and I always say, mm-hmm. I, you can't, I just can't, you can't compare like, <laughs> you know, Argentina to India. You know, even though I went straight from India to Argentina. Well, no, I went from India to Brazil. (laughs) Anyway, this is a long time ago now. Close enough. Close enough. Close enough. Right. But, um, you know, I always say, oh, you can't pick one. He goes, well, well, like, come on, like, but but pick one. (laughs) And so I always say like, well, you know, there are certain parts of Southeast Asia that I just, you know, I thought were just the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. However, I was also backpacking. And that's a very specific kind of journey. You know, you got to be mm-hmm. real chill about a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um. And, you know, I was making every dollar count. And even though the dollar goes pretty far, depending on where you are in the world, you know, uh, these were not uh, fancy accommodations. I mean, at all. Like mm-hmm. you might have like a hotel room that's like, eh, hotel room is a nice way to put it, but it's only a couple bucks a night. Like sort of hostel-like? Well, Yeah. I don't remember. I mean, besides certain nights where you would just like take an overnight bus, so you just like sleep on the bus type thing or train. Yeah. Um, I don't remember ever. We would always get a private room, you know, or tent or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, this is it's pretty bare bones stuff. But again, you're backpacking, so it's like all part of the fun. Um, th- mm-hmm. That's a trip I I don't know if I could do that trip today. Um, but it, it's, that's, that's what we did. Um, and a lot of people do it. So, you know, it's, it's the, the infrastructure is there. Um, and you know, it's still going to cost a lot of money, but you can be, you know, on the road, uh, with your life on your back yeah. for a year if you really want to. But, uh, anyway, so I was like, yeah, I don't know. And, but it got me thinking, because we were just sort of, at that point, we sort of meandered into, like, you know, cities that we like in general. Like, what what's your favorite place? You know, and I always say, well, I mean, mm-hmm. Paris is hard to beat, you know, but I like lots of places. But I mean, that's mm-hmm. like a hard city to beat, you know? I mean, no one, mm-hmm. no one's ever like, I hate Paris. Well, actually, some people don't love it that much, but most people, if they have they'd been rather there, go like, to yeah. Barcelona or yeah, or just yeah, you know, French warmer, culture isn't for everybody, and you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. but but then I was thinking, like, you know, it's almost easier. And I don't want to be like I'm the most well traveled person in the world. There's plenty of places I haven't been. I haven't even been to Africa, but um, mm-hmm. but I am more traveled than the average person. I would say. <laughs>
0: Yes,
1: you are. Yeah. And, you know, so you end up going to places and some of those places you're like, this is the best. And some places you're like, I don't really like this city very much, you know, or this town Uh or this route or whatever. But I always, I consider myself lucky to be able to know that, you know, like Uh I remember when I went to Russia, St. Petersburg, gorgeous, loved it. Mm -hmm. Moscow, Mm -hmm. mm, mm. Not so much. They're just just very different cities. Um, Yeah. And uh, it just, even though there was a lot of beauty and it was very interesting and huge, I just like, Mm -hmm. it was a city where I was like, I'm really glad I came. And I don't think I would come back anytime soon. I just like other cities more, you know, for for a variety of reasons. Like I said, this is a long time ago. Might feel differently now but um uh-huh. but yeah and and he was he had said you know that he had spent i guess some time in delhi in india for work it sounded like you know an extended period of time um and mm-hmm. he was like yeah you know just didn't didn't love it there and i was like yeah you know i mean i spent quite a bit of time in india i was only in delhi for you know a small amount of that you know the 3 months or so that i was in the country um, you know huge uh-huh. country uh, very different depending on where you are in the country and I was like, I don't even I Don't even remember. I remember things that I did there, but I don't remember the feeling mm-hmm. of it You know, I mean India is sort of its own mm-hmm. beast It's just it's yeah. just it's it's it's, it, it's really an adventure in its own, you know, you, you kind of can't compare it to oh, anything yeah. else but um, but yeah, it was it was just an interesting conversation like and we weren't like, oh, you know, Russia sucks you know, India's worst. Like, it wasn't <laughs> about that. It was just like, these are cities that we just didn't love as much as, yeah, yeah, a Barcelona sure. or a, you know, Rio yeah. de Janeiro or whatever. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think that's, yeah, they're definitely I not think like that's the cool. most
0: popular spots. Yeah. No, it's really cool. I love that you're bringing this back up because I've always admired that you went on that trip. I mean, I, I was, we were tight back then. I mean, I remember you. To, I don't even remember how we communicated, but you were somewhere far. You were in India. You were somewhere. You were in the. the it was like an. Th- it was
1: email because this is pre-smartphone days. I mean, I I was gone from 2006 yeah, to 2007, it so like so no iPhone ago. yet, and yeah. there was a laptop that we had, but like there wasn't Wi-Fi. It, like it it would mm-hmm. be a very different trip today, just for that reason. For sure. But basically, I would just yeah. I would go to an internet cafe, you know, uh, yeah. whenever I could. And sometimes Mm -hmm. like the internet just like wouldn't even work there. It just, you know, it just infrastructure uh, varies very much depending on where you are in the world. Mm -hmm. That is how that would go. But yeah, I'd basically log in to Gmail, you know, answer the emails (laughs) that I had time for and then just be like, all right, I guess I'll be back online in a week or so. I don't know if Gmail was around back then, was it? No, it was. It was. Mm -hmm. it was okay yeah Gmail launched uh before that
0: maybe we I wonder if there was a little instant messaging messaging or something uh anyway Uh, I don't know but yeah (laughs) but it's weird how like you 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 spend all this energy and time and you know going to these places and like you're saying you can't really remember the feeling you had it's like it's interesting what your memory like saves or what you actually remember from something so long ago it's almost like it's almost like i never even went you know it's like why did i even bother i don't remember it or you know but yeah um but i totally love i actually really like making lists and and talking to people about my favorite places i mean i haven't been to a a lot of those places um i i would say that um, Japan is one of my favorite places, some of my favorite cities there. Uh, I'd like to go back. I mean, I went, you know, f- over 10 years ago, but, which isn't that long ago, but I, speaking of Japan, actually, I, um, I had just sort of like a sweet, simple little thing that happened this week that just really was like the highlight of my week, and it came from Japan. Um, I, I have a very like soft spot for Japan because my dad was born there. Um, I, as a young child, uh, we used to go to sit at tatami rooms, like in Japanese restaurants. I learned how to use chopsticks at an early age because we ate a lot of Japanese food because of our heritage and there's a lot of family history there. So I I have always felt drawn to Japan um, and the culture and I love the art and the knickknacks and the little like sweet little mythical creatures and things. And I have them all over my office and so there's this calendar that I get almost every year. I've had it for like over 10 years. I've had it almost every year for 10 years up to 15. And it's this little desk calendar and it's, it's the size of, you know, it's maybe like five or six inches by five or six inches. It's like one of those ones where you pull out the month and it's a paper and then you put it in the back and then you, you know, when the new month turns over, it's, it's a really simple calendar. Um, but it's a it's a very authentic Japanese calendar that I used to get at one of my favorite Japanese shops in Los Angeles. Actually, um, it's still there. It moved. It's in Culver City now, but it used to be in Venice. And it was just this like l- like wonderful little like slice of Japan like on my desk that I just loved. And you turn over the, mic and it's like ooh yay it's February. Let's see what let's see what this little picture <laughs> looks like. And it's like a sweet little cute. like it's almost like a um, like a st- uh, what do they call it a uh, wooden stamp print thingy like it's just an interesting job it's very very Japanese in terms of like the the kind of shapes and and the imagery and so uh, I long story short uh, a really good friend of mine Abby who you know Sarah used to always get it for me for my birthday and there were years that sometimes I would get it like like after I got it for many years she started getting it for me she knew she knew I loved that store so she'd go there for me and because I left LA or whatever and and so um, I totally spaced it this year. We haven't seen each other in a minute. Uh, and so I realized, I'm like, my, my calendar from this year was like done. It was like, oh wait, I, I don't have the new one. So I went to the little shop online and sold out. Went to like all these other Japanese shops online that I know about, sold out. All over the internet, sold out. <laughs> And I, I kind of got like anxious because it, it it's like symbolic for me. I don't know what it is. I'm like, can I get through the year without my little calendar? And so um, I finally found one on eBay. And i I don't really I don't really shop on eBay that often, honestly. Um, and I paid like way more than it's not way more, but it was like I paid probably fifteen twenty dollars more than I would if I would have just bought it at the store when it before it sold out. You know, so I paid a premium to get it. Um, but it came from Japan and the, the guy was like, it was just such a sweet little correspondence. And when I received it in the mail, I mean, the whole process was just like seamless and I get it in the mail and it's so Japanese. And he made a little origami, um, crane and put it on the little packaging and it was just, I don't know. It just like really warmed my heart that I got this like tiny little nothing of something that from another country it just like flew over and landed in my p.o box and it just brings me a lot of joy um but that's that is my little um my little sweet story for the week but i I wanted to just bring up one more thing before we wrap up today's episode sarah i want to know how you feel because i know you're very passionate about modes of communication um, I know Am you I? you're not a big people. F- <laughs> well, yeah, you don't you you don't like you're not a huge fan of well, like voicemails and phone calls out of oh, the Oh yeah, voicemails. Like, I know, mean, like unless I'm like in love
1: with you, they will just go unlistened to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so so I want to know how you feel about voice messages, like voice notes, voice texts, the short audio recordings that people send to each other via text. Do you get those from people?
1: Do you send them? Do you have uh, an opinion about them? Um, yes, I do have an opinion about them. I, in fact, <laughs> it's funny uh, that you mentioned this. Um, I don't. I don't get a lot of uh, audio messages, but I do have a friend who loves to send them. She's just sort of like she's always mm-hmm. like I'm on the go. It's just easier. I can just talk. Mm-hmm. And what's nice about it is that <laughs> sometimes she'll send a message, and like if it's a group text, then like. I or someone else that's in the group text will feel compelled to then respond as an audio message. I don't know. It's just like she's setting the tone. And so we're like, oh, let's use this tool. Um, And Mm. uh, which sometimes I do. And sometimes I just I reply in text, you know, like Mm -hmm. I listen Mm -hmm. to the audio message or I just read the transcript because sometimes the audio message is like two to three minutes long. And I'm like, "Eh, let me just like let me just look at the transcript. It's not that I don't want to hear your voice, but like if I just sort of scan the, you know, the contents, you know, like is this, you know, is there a fire to put out or are you just saying hi or, you know, whatever it is, Um, that's fine. Um, And I feel like that's not cheating or anything. It's like, you know, I get the message either way. I'm just reading it rather than listening. Um, And I've never had anybody be like, well, why don't you send me an audio message if I respond (laughs) using text? So I think, yeah, I think they're fine. Um, yeah, again, there's you don't really just the one often. friend who, who sends those to me. I mean, with, uh, I guess a few exceptions over the years, but yeah, I'm cool with it. Uh, voicemails but also, you don't I don't, send them. I mean, uh, I don't leave people voicemails. No. I mean, unless like, no, 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 I no really you don't, don't leave people voice messages.
0: It's mostly just this one friend, but you don't N- personally leave voice messages.
1: I will respond sometimes as an audio message. If I'm like in a place where I feel like I can, you know? Yeah. I mean sometimes if like if I'm in public, I'm like, well I don't wanna talk right now, you know? I just wanna like yeah, silently yeah, yeah, for text. Sure. Uh but yeah, no, I, I, I'd I, never like kick it off. I'm not an audio message out of the blue sender. I don't think I've ever done yeah, that. Okay, got but, it. Got um, it. But I'm cool. I'm cool with it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, I think
0: yeah. I mean, I think it's like a kind of a more of a, it's an intimate, sincere thing to do. To it helps keep you close to some people that maybe you live far away from each other. I'm actually surprised that I don't do it more. Um, I think sometimes I forget to even how to do it, which is so weird because I, I feel like I'm, I'm all thumbs. You know, I'm like, wait, how do I do this again? Because I, I just don't do it very often. I have a couple friends who do it, and then sometimes I'll just respond either text or I'll send a voice uh, message back, but then I forget about it. I forget uh, to do it. I like the idea of that, you know, I think it gets more and more like anxiety inducing, um, like just cold calling somebody, uh, catching someone at a bad time, but then with the audio message, you can just be like, here, do this on your own time. We're all busy. I like that idea. And I'm, like I said, I'm surprised I don't do it. I was doing Marco Polo for a while until it kind of changed. I don't, I don't know, like something happened with the app um, and or maybe, maybe it was just me. I don't really remember what happened, but we, I stopped using it. Um, but I was doing those a lot. And that's a similar idea, even though it's also video. But you press record and then you talk. And I got a lot of joy out of that getting messages back and forth because it did make me feel closer to people. You know, people that I didn't see IRL as often anymore. Um, mm-hmm. But a lo- there's a lot of, like, people talking online uh, recently. I mean, it's a, it's a very popular method with the youngins, the young people. Um, but, you know, uh, whether it has more benefits to the sunder than the receiver kind of thing. Is it kind of, yeah, kind of a pain in the butt to, like, press, re- uh, you know, to press... Um, listen and it's like a two to three minute thing and you know it's a whole thing but um, but yeah it's funny I I I want to try to do more of them because I do think it is a good mode of communication and I do get a little exhausted by the text message that's why I brought it up today is I I feel like I am juggling I'm constantly trying to get back to people on text it's just like this constant thing throughout the day and then even last night, like some trickled in, you know, like eight o'clock at night, it's fine. But I'm just like, you, you get this exhaustion from it. You're just like, I just can't type anymore. I just, I, just, I, don't, I don't have anything left, you know? <laughs> I want to know yeah. how you all feel about voice messages. Email us at hi at com.
1: Yeah, do it. Do it now. You can send us a voice message. <laughs> I don't know. Attach something to email. Well, actually, don't. No, attach. Oh, yeah, you um, right. No,
0: I think you could. You could, yeah, no, I don't on, know. On you could get creative. Could.
1: Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we, we'll promise to listen. Yeah, I don't... Um, oh, yeah. I don't know. I I don't begrudge anyone for having um, different, you know, methods Their own style. Of, yeah. yeah, exactly. Getting things done, um, socialization, everybody's got a different style. Like, yeah. you know, I'm like not a huge mobile phone user. I mean, I, it's always around. In fact, I don't know where it is right now. It's usually sitting you right next to me at though. all times. Well, it's not that I'm not. If that was my option, then that would be what I used all the time. But I work from home, mm-hmm. so I'm not far away from one of my two computers. At any given time. Yeah. I mean, I'm sitting in my office now. I mean, I've barely left this room all day because I just, I sit at the computer. So it's like, well, why would I need my phone? You know, even if somebody sends me a text, (laughs) I'm going to get it on, on my Mac, you know, that I'm already looking at. Mm -hmm. So yeah, but you know, other people do that much less than I do. So, you know. It's yeah. just, it's just uh, not a one-size-fits-all life we're living, Heather. <laughs> it's We've, got it yeah. <laughs> We've got options. Um, it certainly isn't. We've got options. You also nice. have the option to become a patron of our show. If you enjoy our show, um, I mean, maybe you don't enjoy the show, but if you're listening, you've got to love us on some <laughs> level, okay? You know, you don't even. It, it's that's cool. We're not judging. But uh, if you're not already a patron and you would like to be able to directly support the show, which we would very much also like you to do, go to patreon.com slash have such a good day to find out more about directly supporting us. Get an ad-free show, some perks. If you can part with $5 or more per month, you can get into our Discord if you so desire. Chat with like-minded folks. I mean, I don't even know if that we're all so like-minded. We're just all... Fun and interesting, and we don't yeah. bite. And we'd love to have more of you no. um, if you're interested <laughs> in that. Um, but yeah, did I forget anything, Heather? I think we just—could you imagine we, uh, if they we, bit? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> it'd be, would be it would be weird. hard to bite me through the internet. But yeah, the there's internet, probably something yeah. you can do in Discord. At least w- people aren't Facebook poking each other anymore. Remember that garbage oh, nonsense? Oh God! Thank God. Hated yes. It. The people who poked you were always the people where you're like, I'm ignoring you for a reason. And it's because you're yeah, a person like they were the pokes. ones that yeah
0: exactly exactly but maybe they didn't get the memo you know like early on in the poke days oh boy that is a relic isn't it
1: oh gosh <laughs> yeah I mean the there are lots on the of Facebook. things that used to be things that just aren't things anymore that's one of them yeah that is one of them like
0: Instagram right, Heather in it's authentic glory days it's not it's yeah. more of a rag now but that's okay yeah. things have yeah. to change i spend
1: a lot more time on otis's account than i do on my own well i should say otis spends a lot of time on his account because it's his account it's not me it's him um, uh, but like you know because i have i have a dog with an Instagram good cover account, sarah obviously. yeah yeah i don't want to seem weird or anything why would i be on my dog's account it's not even mine but uh yeah we uh we you know life goes on life goes on um and it we does. will we we will forge ahead until episode 223 223 yeah because this is 222 today
0: yeah um, we'll Crazy. We'll, uh,
1: we'll be back here um i was about to say same time next week we don't know if it'll be the same time it
0: depends um, We like to keep y'all on your on toes, toes. <laughs>
1: yeah we do we do (laughs) we just try to we try we try to fit some fun in we make it work every week as best we can and we're so glad to have you along for the ride
0: we are indeed and spread the good word and stay weird and peace and love and we will see you next week until next time have such a good day we will bye bye